Great. So hi, everyone. Welcome to the next episode of the Bay Street Capital Holdings podcast titled How Do You Do It and Why Should I Care? This series aims to highlight women doing amazing work in various industries. So today we are so lucky to be joined by Jasmine Kent, product junkie, magazine lover, champion of dreams, stan of black women and communication strategist. That's a lot of titles, Jasmine. It was lovely to meet you. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Thank you. It's good to be here. Amazing. So let's start off with perhaps an introduction to get to know you better. Sure. So um, how did I get here? What do I do? So um, I started after undergrad just freelancing in the hospitality industry, doing public relations, marketing and events. Um, I also did event management for a few community organizations. Um, I was based in D.C. at the time, and then I worked at Four Seasons Hotel, but there were a lot of changes in the hospitality industry that led me to move to L.A. So I moved to L.A. and freelanced a bit there, picked up some odd jobs, you know, just grind and hustle, did what I had to do. And then I ended up working at two really amazing marketing and public relations agencies, And there I managed accounts for Samsung, Frito-Lay, the North Face, um, and Pepsi. And then from there, I decided, you know what, it's time for me to go back on my own. So I decided to start my own business. And for the past two years, I've been working with startups, community organizations like Los Angeles Urban League and professionals. and thought leaders, just giving them exposure, telling their brand story and figuring out how they're inserting their story into today's media. That's amazing. So I guess the question off the top of my head is what inspired you to be an entrepreneur and start your own company? Um, I think it was a lot of the freedom for me. I know when I freelanced, I really loved kind of having flexibility over my schedule, having flexibility on who I work with and how I um, approach each client. And then as I was working at agencies, I loved it and I learned a lot. But again, I wanted that autonomy and I wanted that ownership and you know, providing a legacy for not only myself, but for my family as well. That's really awesome. And what mm-hmm. made you make sort of start your own company in this specific area? Um, I think, you know, I actually went to school for public relations. And it's funny because a lot of people don't do what they went to school for. Right. Um, and it's just always been a passion of mine being able to tell stories like you introduced me. I love magazines like I am a magazine girl in and out. I will sit at Barnes and Nobles. Hopefully they don't go out of business anytime soon and just sit there and read through magazines before I decide which one I actually want to take home. Um, But just being able to craft narratives and especially in the entertainment industry, there are a lot of stereotypes and um, negative narratives about people of color. I want to help champion positive stories and help shift that narrative that we are capable, we are resilient. And especially now it's all this negative um, energy and you know press because of all those things that are happening to us, but yep. giving us light and showing us in our own joy and our own, um, I guess the word is autonomy. That's really awesome. And so you mentioned that you studied public relations in college um, and then you had a few jobs before you founded your own company. So what were the best resources that helped you along the way? I think it was 100% my network. I think my Mm. network spanned. So I also volunteered with 
Los Angeles Urban League Young Professionals. I mean, I was the entertainment chair. So there I was able to meet a lot of amazing people who are one in the industry, but also leaders and entrepreneurs who have already done what I've done so that they can help mm -hmm. lead as well. I have a client now who's really adamant and one of her big points is about building a professional board. So that means your mentor, your sponsor, um, your advocates, all the, the three people who really champion and help drive your career. Um, so my network with Urban League, I think also um, my bosses. So them giving me the allowance to pursue other opportunities outside of my nine to five. So when I wanted to go back to school, I took a certificate program at UCLA Extension I'm in the business of management and entertainment. And so there I was able to advocate for myself and learn a lot of things. That's really awesome. And it seems like you spoke to a lot of people when starting out in the industry. But right. are there any lessons that you wish you would have learned? Anything that slipped through the cracks that they forgot to mention? The lessons that I wish I would have learned while I was starting out was budgeting time. When you are working as a solo entrepreneur, it's only you, right? So being able to wake up and work out and feed myself and then go to work and do all the admin, do all the accounting, do all the actual strategy and execution, it became a lot for me. So being able to build teams and delegate, I think that was a big um, challenge for me starting out was just managing my time and then how and where can I delegate, whether that's with an intern, a virtual assistant or what have you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's always important. And I feel like as a leader as well, you've got to have the ability to delegate because it's so easy to take on the tasks yourself. Exactly. And then you want it to be done a certain way. Mm. So advocating for that person to be able to have autonomy over their work and for an entrepreneur, let go and let them do the best that they can do. And then if you need to spice it up a bit, being able to communicate where they can improve on the next time so that you don't necessarily have to have your hands in everything all the time. Exactly, because there are only a certain amount of hours in the day, so you can't drive yourself crazy doing absolutely everything. Exactly. <laughs> and then, I mean, you're not perfect, right? And you, mm. not one way to skin a cat. So mm. being able to let other people shine in your entrepreneurial journey is equally as important. Mm. No, I completely agree. And now that we're talking about entrepreneurship, it's obviously a very risky job and you don't really know what to expect when starting out. But what would you say is your biggest failure and what did you learn from it? Um, I think it's also going back to teams. So um, I worked and I was planning a huge event and the communication from the team fell off. And so our sponsorship kind of got rocky and that relationship mm -hmm. uh, didn't flourish the way I would have liked it to. Um, so mm -hmm. for me, I learned that having a communication system in place, having checks and balances on what the that communication looks like, um, and then making sure you're able to serve and honor your relationships um, with sponsors, with attendees, with um, anyone who's a stakeholder in the activities that you're doing. 
Yep, definitely very, very important to maintain those healthy relationships within the team and also outside of the team. Exactly, because it's all, especially with public relations, it's all circular and it all is situation. So it's feedback, it's receiving that feedback and then working towards improving so that you don't have the same feedback. Exactly. Wow. It's a circle of public relations rather than a circle of life. <laughs> the circle of life. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what advice would you give to somebody who was wanting to pursue a career in public relations? A hundred percent network and network not only with people above you, but people who you deem below you or who are coming up in the industry because you never know what things they know. So I am not on TikTok. I don't plan to be on TikTok, but I know it's a useful tool. So being able to have someone to have conversations with about TikTok or the latest content that's happening or the latest trends. Um, also networking laterally. So talking to someone else in public relations or talking to someone who is running their brand agency, being able to pull in different resources um, to help you become a stronger entrepreneur. And then, like I said, and what's easy and normal is to network up so that you can be able to get opportunities. And when I say network up, I think for an entrepreneur and an employee, it's a little bit different. So um, from an entrepreneur stance, networking up so that, for example, if I want to connect with a brand, talking to the SVP or the VP of engagement or strategic partnerships, XYZ. And then also, if I'm an employee, being able to also build relationships with my higher up so that I can get promoted um, as well. Yeah, and definitely very important point you brought up brought up about networking laterally I think it's so important especially even at the college age I I learned so much from my peers right exactly because we all come from different backgrounds we all come from different ways of life and like I said ways of doing things collaboration and understanding different points of view makes so much difference for sure, for sure. And I guess my next question alludes to the fact that the stage is yours now. So what is one common myth you'd like to debunk about public relations? Um, the biggest thing is that public relations just results in media placements, right? So most people come to me and says, you know, I want to be featured in Forbes. I want to be featured in um, The Grio or The Good Morning show or good morning america mm. and that's just one outcome of public relations but you also want to understand evaluate and respond to your consumers and what is the messaging that you are responding to them in times that are good and also in crisis what do they know about you what feelings do you, they give you those smaller things help elevate your brand so that you can be featured in Forbes. So with public relations, it's a process. It's not a cut and dry transactional relationship. Um, I heard one person recently say that once um, a publicist's resources and connections are all used up, you're going to move on to the next publicist. Well, that's not necessarily mm -hmm. always true. It's I can build relationships all day long, right? And, you know, reach out to people who are interested in your story that I might not even had a connection with. But they're also, we're not just talking to that one reporter or that one journalist. We are talking and engaging with their audience, right? So it's 
learning and building relationships as we go, finding strategic partnerships, um, executing on events. What do you want your event to look like? Again, how do you want people to feel at your event? Um, all of the little touch points of brand management, we manage and work on. And mm -hmm. then once everything and once your marketing is great and you have a moment or something to talk about, then you'll get the press that you want, that you came to me for. So it's yeah. like a whole relationship, a whole strategy that goes into public relations, not just I'm going to reach out to this journalist and they're going to write something about you because most likely that's not going to happen. Oh, that's very interesting. And thank you for bringing that up. I didn't even expect that to be a myth, but yeah, very <laughs> interesting. <laughs> but um, I'd love to know more about you yourself. So what have you read or listened to recently that's really inspired you? Um, so I get 110 newsletters a day. So I read a lot that inspires me. And what I'm working on is actually curating all these things into a newsletter. Uh, I try to do it monthly. It never works out that way. Um, but I did just recently listen to a podcast, um, Aspen Ideas to Go. And I want to look over it. Uh, Danielle Christie Toussaint. She had an amazing podcast um, episode about women in business and how we should frame ourselves as complementing men in business. So mm -hmm. not necessarily trying to be a man and try to pick up the qualities of men, but how we're coming in with our feminine energy and navigating the business scape and you know, being better professionals and working hand in hand with men in business rather than trying to compete and butt heads and all that good stuff. Oh, that's so interesting. I'll definitely make sure to give that a listen. That's a good one. Aspen's to go. Aspen ideas to go. The Danielle Christie Toussaint episode. Will do. Will do. Um. So my next question is often a hard one because I, I'm asking you to narrow it down to three people. But who are three people in your life who have been the most influential to you? Um, name names? Sure. Okay. <laughs> um, I would say my, I call her my sister mom because she's like a sister, but then she's also kind of like a mother figure, mentor type of person. Um, Carla Santiago. She's a huge connector. Um, and I think we learn and grow off of each other a lot, which I love. Um, but she's a connector. She kind of helps advise me and makes me make sense of a lot of the opportunities that come my way. Um, I would say, and this is going to be funny, uh, Beyonce, because, you know, she's a diva. She works hard. She has a team. So I won't say that everything she does, it's all on her. However, I think, especially this past year, us seeing her more authentically in herself, um, was really powerful for me because we always look at her as like this beacon of light, but actually, you know, seeing that she goes through things, she went through miscarriages. Um, she doesn't always like how she performs, but she shows up every day. And I think that was the biggest lesson um, for me was that mm -hmm. she shows up, she gives back to her community um, and she is human just like everyone else. And then a third person, um, this the third is going to be hard. Um, let's say um, Mark Morial from Urban League, the National Urban League. 
So I've recently read his book as well, The Gumbo Coalition, and that talked about bringing people together um, to help advocate for certain issues, to help build community, and again, pulling your resources from different areas of life so that you can make change. That's really awesome. And so, so many different people have been so influential to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was that was a hard question. <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to narrow it down, but I'm that's amazing. I mean, yeah, you talk to so many people in a day. And I will also say journalists, right? And that's more broad and not necessarily a particular person. But journalists, like I said, they drive a narrative. They have these communities and people who read what they say and entrust that they're telling the truth, right? Mm -hmm. So building relationships with journalists is very powerful because as a publicist, because you're also helping to drive that narrative and helping to formulate culture and the opinions of society, if you will, That's which is it's a blessing and a curse. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think journalists have it hard sometimes because they're just reporting the stories, but exactly. yeah, that's awesome. And I guess to finish off our conversation, at any point in your life, what's one piece of advice that you would give yourself? Um, let's see, I think I wrote that. Oh, I don't like that answer that I wrote down. Um, what's one piece of advice? I think to... Um, let go of things you can't change. Um, it's kind of like the serenity prayer a little bit. And, you know, if you can't change it, don't dwell on it, right? Yeah. You can always do better the next time. You can always learn from your lessons, but some things are just the way it is. And it's more powerful to navigate those spaces and be resilient than to shut down and, you know, give up even, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, that's perfect. I mean, life is full of ups and downs. So you've just got to take those downs and just, you know, they're in the past now and you've got to move on. Right, exactly. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for your time, Jasmine. It was absolutely lovely to speak with you today. Of course. Thank you for having me. I loved it. Thank you. And um, thanks for coming on the podcast and good luck with everything. You too. All right then. Bye. Bye.